Good afternoon, everyone. We're back. It's Sagal. This is Shah Yashirko. You can follow me on social media, Sagal Mohammed 96 Guys, I've got a very good friend today. His name is Ali. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, my name is Ali. You guys all right? Okay, so the topic today is a very, very big topic, okay? Yeah. We're kind of like, we're going to divide it. It's about yeah. like a lot of things. So postcode war, snitching and gang affiliation. So oh. from a guy's perspective, do you think snitching is a crime? Um, in the streets, yes, it is. Not in the not, not in the law, but in the in the, in, in the ethics of the streets, hundred percent. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, what do you mean it is? Basically, you see, when it comes to any 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 anything in any crime or anything anything good or bad, okay, it has ethics, it has codes, it has things that you need to follow. When you are law-abiding citizens, you have to follow the law. When you are non-law-abiding citizens, there's codes and ethics that you have to follow by. And snitching is one of those, isn't it? So you can't be a snitch. That's against the rule. Same way as when you just killing someone on the street, that's against the rule as well. Same thing, isn't it? Yeah, but who made these rules? Because l- l- let me give you an example, yeah? Okay, you said that snitching is, uh, like, it's a crime for the yeah. people that are on road, right? Yeah. So we've ca- we've clarified that, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So if I snitch today, yeah. I'm not a snitch. No, you're law by a citizen. You're just telling. You're just telling the police. You're law by a citizen. That doesn't apply. Yeah, snitching. So a citizen. Yeah. yeah. Snitching doesn't apply to law and by the citizen. It only applies to people in the streets. If you're in the streets, you can't snitch. If you, if a, if a, if a random woman saw me, a burglar in the yard or whatever, then of course she's gonna, she's gonna tell the police. I'm not gonna call her a snitch because she didn't, she didn't sign up for that. Right, right, right. Um, actually, I disagree with you, and the reason why I'm going to say this is because there's situations where people get into and you know that you can't get out of it like for example if um for example for the road okay so let's say a guy right now he left this whole business he's not selling drugs anymore you know living the legit life and let's say in five years time like a very dangerous situation came to his family and he can't do anything about it physically because he's not friends with those people anymore the only choice he has now is to talk to the police is, is yeah. that still is he going to be labelled as a snitch yeah yeah or why why because when it comes to the streets okay yeah I'll tell you one thing the, the thing about yeah the thing about that's the thing about when you break the law it doesn't have a terms and conditions it doesn't have when you, you clock in or clock out like a normal job when you sign up for the streets yeah you sign right. up for life and even if you're not a part of it even if you did it if you did it you get out and you take you take all of the stuff you've done and you take it with you when you start bringing people that's still in it and you're trying to incriminate them, you're a snitch. If you, if no, you don't, I'm, not saying, I'm not talking about that. That's 100% I agree with you. Once you leave the the life that you've left, I don't think you should drag people down. Okay? Exactly. That's what However, I'm what I'm trying to explain to you is he left the road life. Yeah. He's left this, you know, life that he was in. In five years' time, um, his house, you know, got broken into and his, fa- his whole family got kidnapped. Yeah. Are you telling me now he can't call the police? He can't contact those people that he was around. I, I get what you mean. Right, I can't lie. Yeah. You've got a good point, okay? Yeah. So if the person is still, a, well, is currently yeah, a law-abiding citizen, then I personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him a snitch. I wouldn't call. But it all depends, okay? Yeah, how they behave in here. They behave like a normal person. They're not involved. They don't, they don't get involved with none of it, like anything in it. Yeah. 
then fuck it. You gotta call the police in it, yeah. But if Magnum unrolled and knew you there was call you a snitch, you might have to take that L in it. That might come with it. You get me in it. That's all I'm saying, yeah. Mm. No, but you know what? It's very sad because um this snitching thing is not only for the road. People normalized it so much that it applies to anyone, you know? Because there's um, people out there, there's boys out there, they're not they're not trouble, they work, they go to uni, and later on, maybe they're related to someone that's about that life, and then they get the beats for it. Am I right or wrong? Should, should I tell you why? You why? Because the streets have been so... It's been implemented, yeah, in the normal society now, yeah. Literally, the streets is part of the key, yeah. It, it all coexists, the key, yeah, in the normal working world, isn't it, yeah? So the, the person breaking the law and the person abiding by the law are neighbours, isn't it? So that's why, yeah, it's so close to each other, yeah, because it's literally within each other. We all coexist, isn't it? So I can see why, yeah, like... Both people are having a friction between each other, if you get what I'm saying, innit? Because we all we're all in the same boat. We all have we're all in the same boat, but we all got different ideologies, innit? If you get what I'm saying. No, because I understand where you're coming from, but I'm talking about like I'm not even talking about snitching like you know, just snitching on the guys on each other. I'm talking about there's a lot of crimes out there that people see that you should call the police. You should call the police. For I'll give you a very good example. Yeah. If if like for example your next door neighbor, if her husband is beating up the wife every day, you yeah. should call the police. That's that's my responsibility. We're next door neighbors, right? Yeah. I don't care yeah. if you're a guy and you have this pride where you don't want to be involved. If you see um a girl getting assaulted or raped, are you telling me you're just gonna walk away and let it happen and be like, oh, you know, later on, you know, you don't want because the guys they're so afraid of the police. Yeah. So I understand the whole police brutality at 100%. I'm for it. However, I feel like as a human being, in the human nature, the norms of society, we have a responsibility to stop certain crimes or to report it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, okay, yeah, as a law-abiding citizen, yeah, you lot can do what you want. What do you mean? But... You, you say now today, yeah, if you were walking down and you saw a girl getting attacked, are you not going to... Call the police. Um, me, I probably end up attacked. Stuff, like, a female got attacked. I end up probably stopping it myself. I mean, listen, listen, you think it's okay, yeah? yeah but then, you what's see, the point of you stopping it? You see me? There's, I think, yeah, I'm alive, okay. I do think there's certain crimes out there, yeah. And I'm, you see, when it comes to violent crimes, okay, like people, when you see someone about to kill someone, you see someone about to get raped, yeah. Fam, rape is worse. That's a. You see, you see, that goes beyond snitching. That goes beyond road. That goes beyond being a normal society. You know, right? You know, you know what it is. That's human to human thing. That's why, yo, that could be me. Yo, that could be your mom. So that's that, that could be your sister. All, people pick and choose when to stop things. Window, yeah. Do you understand where I'm coming from? People pick yeah. and choose. They pick and choose because there's been so many situations where black boys, Somali boys, whatever, they've been to an apartment party, they've been to the house party, and one of their guys has probably assaulted this girl, and they're still friends with that guy, and they have not done anything about it, because, oh, I can't snitch on my brethren, hashtag my friend, hold on, but he, that could be your sister. Nah, but if that's your bedroom, you want to... If that's your bedroom, if that's someone you personally know... You can't be friends with someone that raped a, or sexually assaulted a girl. You have to cut him off. I don't understand. You have to cut them off, you have to pattern him. How are you going to pattern him? Okay. You see, when it comes to Sorry, like, again, you can't. Day, yeah. 
if you don't Nick, you have the government to protect people, if you don't get paid, if you don't pay your taxes, you pay your taxes to protect, you pay your taxes for police officers. Why are you trying to be a police officer? Why are you trying to do their job in it? Let them do their job in it. Simple as that. That's what I'm saying. Let them no, do their no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, if I was a guy, I think, you know, in a lot of situations, I would t- uh, tell the, speak to the police. As, as I said before, yeah, I, at the end of the day, you see, when it comes to the law, the law pick and choose, okay, what crime deserves more time and what time this and should people get out? That's that's all facts. So even in road, we pick and choose, okay, yeah, what crime, okay, we, we say, yo, that's a bit too much. We gotta stop that. Same thing when you, you go, if you go if you go if you go jail, yeah, for for burglary or robbery, if you or if you if you clap some from gang member. You're going, you're going to jail clean. People are going to like you, fam. But if you go in there as a rapist, as a pedophile, people ain't going to like you. We of course, that's different. Choose. Under sex offense. It ain't just the rules. We all pick and choose where we want, where we want to find that we want. No, I understand that. We all do pick and choose. But I feel like this whole snitching thing, I understand, you know, but who made these rules? We don't know who made these rules. It's just something that just came over the years. Not yeah, There isn't a book that says... In the streets, you can't snitch. Um, it's it's all ethics, isn't it? It, 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 it ethics. <laughs> it's not. It is, isn't it? There is a there is a rule in it. It is a key, yeah, because it just is. Isn't it? There are situations we've that are on road yeah. have snitched, right? Yeah, and they get back on road. Didn't they? I've seen it bad times. Like, it happens. It have a lot of um, you know, males that are you know on the, that street life, whatever. And they many, have, and there's, and there's many because people, they knew they do anything about it. And there's many people who get away with rape, murder, all types of stuff. Does that mean oh, people they go away with it? So it's not that deep. No, it should be still be there. It should always be there. You know what I'm saying? It should always be there. Simple as that. Simple as that. No, I I just feel like this whole snitching thing. There's there's levels to the whole snitching thing. Like what you said. <laughs> I think she'll, she'll personally. She tell you what my definition of a snitch is. So my definition of a snitch. This what is, is it? What I, there's many. I think there's different levels of snitching. But my definition of a snitch here yeah, is me and you do a crime together. Yeah, that's it. Me and you do right. a crime together. Yeah, but we both right. get arrested. The case. Yeah, we both have the. Oh, effect. and then I told the police. No, no, exactly. No, you tell police what happened, and that's no, no, no. That that's when you are snitch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crime, no. okay, yeah. Yeah, that's and true. That's the true. Police will say, "Yo, you're fucking snitch." But thank you for the <laughs> Simple as that, fam. Like, okay, even police so- don't respect that. What about an uh, an informant? Even worse, bro. That's even worse. Cause now, now you're not only are you in the crime, okay, yeah, where you're about to do some dumb shit, yeah. You're basically setting these people up to do some dumb shit. Cause informants, okay, they're in it as well. They're part of it. That's how you keep it. But there's a lot that are not though. Have you realised that? What? There's actually they the police actually do have like informants that are not like whether it's like guys or females. They actually, you're right. Informants are actually worse than snitching. They're worse because they're literally there. They're part. They're your friends. Yeah. They're worse. Yeah, you're right. Like, look, you see me. You see most people who snitch. Okay, yeah. Most people, most people that you see even snitches. Snitches will tell you, I hate snitches. I'm telling you that, yeah. But it's peer pressure. When you're in, when you're in the station, okay, and they're telling you, yo, you can get ten years, fifteen years, whatever. Like, like six nine, basically. That, but. You see, but if you're literally outside in the free world and you decide to be an informant when there's no peer pressure, you're disgusting. You're disgusting. So what about so what about six nine then? It's disgusting. This is, it's disgusting. I don't think he's a snitch, and people are gonna hate me for this. You know why? What? Let me tell you. you like, 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 no, he said he's a snitch, but his situation was very, very tough. 
No, it wasn't. Because uh, hold on, his boys snaked him from the from the get go. They kidnapped his mom, they his baby mother, whatever. Yeah. They stole money from. Him. They did everything possible. That's so, what man them do in the street. When you become, I'm telling you, hold on. But you then, me, you see me, yeah. When I become a gang member, yeah. The day I decide, yeah, which I will never do anyway. The day I decide, oh, I ever become a gang member, yeah. I know that, yo, I've officially created, okay, enemies upon enemies, yeah. And man's gonna have to deal with it the way I need to deal with it. Not talk to the police. And he did the, the, the exact opposite. He stopped because, talking to the police. Because he was never part, he was never about that life, though. He was never yeah. about that life. Then, then don't join the line. That's it. You, if you know, I do not have, you know how many put, look, you see, you know how, yeah, you see man in the hood, okay? People think the hood is full of people that's on road, that's on killing, that's on chef, and then, no, 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 not everyone is like 20% that. 20% of the man in the hood, okay? Yo, that's true. That. 80% are just not. normal people. They're not on that. They're just living it, you know what I'm saying, okay? Yeah. They're just standing there, just, chit, you know, chit-chatting. It's what? true. You can it's not a lot. Everyone can coexist. Everyone, the thing is, everyone does talk to but when you start to try to cross the borders or whatever, yeah, and you say, yo, man's this, man's that, I'm a blood, I'm this, I'm that, get this person killed, get that person killed, and then, and then guess what? You do all that stuff, okay, yeah, which is, look, gang members are do, they do what they do in it, yeah, if you do all that stuff, and as a gang member, shit, that's a, that's a W, they do it, they do it, it don't really matter, yeah. Sorry, but, what is a W? That's a W, yeah. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you're um, like defeating your ops, whatever, yeah. And you're, right, right. You're, you're really doing out. You're really doing dirt in the streets, okay. That's a W in the if you're, if you're a gang member, yeah. But right. When police, the thing is, okay. But when you do all that stuff, you should know, and everyone knows, yo. Man, man, me doing this stuff, yo. I'm actually creating enemies. So when people start doing mad stuff back to me, yeah, I have to retaliate. No, no. So when all these people do stuff to you and the police grab you, say, uh, oh yeah, fuck, I, I'm not part of it, I'm not part of it. Um, can I, who, who can I snitch on the gap? It don't work like that. It don't, you, you, it's not, you can't put one foot in and one foot out. Nah, you're either in or you're not. But you know what? This is so sad because, uh, for example, this whole snitching thing, and then you have like, okay, so you know the whole postcode war that happened in London? Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about London because obviously we, we both live in London. Yeah. Um, But... I researched it the other day. I think it was like 1890 when it started in Birmingham. Do you know that show, um, Peaky Blinders? Yeah. That's when it started. That, there's a reason why they created the show because these were real people. Like it was like Irish men, whatever. White gang members in the back of the Yeah, box. exactly. So like, I always thought, okay, it just started. You know, obviously, I didn't know, but I thought this whole postcode war, you know, was just in That's London. It, it started the last ten years. Nah, Subhanallah, it started in the 18th century. Like yeah. I was like, wow. Definitely. But yeah. That's what the media. Wants. I'm telling you, gang members are here. The mafia. Guys, oh yeah, of course. The, that's it. That's that's, that's the Italian mafia. That, that's different. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. You see, postcode war. We'll yeah. leave gang members to the end. But you see, postcode war. I just think it's useless. I actually think it's useless. I think it's useless too. But it's very useless because I, look, I, I can see it from I can see it from their perspective. I feel like yeah, in order to see diagnosis and problems, yeah, you have to put yourself in their shoes on it. Yeah? If you okay, yeah, run your little town or whatever, yeah, and you got your <laughs> drugs selling and you got your little clubs open and this is this is your place, this is what you own, and this is what you are repping forever. And you've got other people in the other corner coming here and building shops around that situation. No. Yeah, but in most case scenarios, that doesn't even happen. In a lot of areas in London, I'm not going to name any names, they have a beef 
over nothing, over the most smallest things. One person had a fight with one person, so and then the next person, it's like, oh my days. And you know what? In a lot of case scenarios, the same area, they have um, altercation over each other. Like let's say, for example, Wembley. Yeah. Right. That's a very good example. Yeah. Wembley, Northwest. When was it? Wembley and Monks Park. Yeah. Harsden. I remember Church Road and Stonebridge to beefing. Yeah, you tell you you tell me because like you you might know. Road and Stonebridge to beefing. Then Wembley Park, all over. Wembley Fornio and Monks Park would be. No, no. I think Wembley Fornio. They're all neighbors as well. All neighbors. You can literally take two stops away. You can take two stops exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, thing is the okay, case. I just think it's, it's all the mm. power. It's the thing is the okay, case. You see, when it comes to London, yeah. Look, I'm telling right. you right now, yeah. You see all the fucked up things that happen in the streets, okay, yeah, in the corporate world, okay, yeah, in central London, on my life, that happens in the exact way, but in a legal way, fam. Businesses do not like it when other businesses come there. Traders don't like it when other traders trade better than them. They fight for it. They got lawyers. They got. I'm telling you, there's bad stuff in the corporate world, okay, in, in London. Because London is like in the business world, like, yeah. the yeah. financial city in the world, okay. Like you can become a billionaire here, no joke. The same things happen, okay, yeah, in the streets. But the difference is, okay, yeah, is not the law. So man can really bust at you. Yeah. Man can really stab you. Man can really fuck up your family. Either. That's that's the difference in it. But it all happens. It's all a power structure in it, yeah. You want to be the best. Someone else wants to be the best. And guess what? That's how it goes. It's the same way the elections. The elections are key. It's competition. It's but competition. at the end of the day... No, but let, let me tell you something. Yeah? This is like this is one thing I want to really, really want. Let me... Look, yeah? This is the problem. See? You see black people, us black people, whether you're Somali, Jamaican, Ghanaian, whatever. We don't use our brains. You see white people, they have uh, people like the boy... Like, they have... I'm telling you... They are wearing suits. <laughs> yeah. Underneath all that suit, we we all know what's going on. Do you, do you understand where I'm coming from? Why, However, they use their brains. Whereas um, these boys, they don't use their brains because you know why? In most case scenarios, when someone's gonna start selling drugs, how do, how do they start off? This is how they start off. One, the guy or whatever, or the guy that owns the drug business in his area. Older, the older. Second hand is gonna come down, see a 16, 17 year old boy. Yeah. See that boy he wants that lifestyle yeah. gonna buy him a couple uh, couple trainers yep. couple um tracksuit bottoms uh, whatever just whatever yeah, yeah. You know, make him comfortable and then reality hits in okay yeah. most of these is yeah no offense to anyone 80 percent of them they will probably make okay 400 i'm gonna give you an example 400 yeah a day that 400 yeah. that 400 is not even gonna go to um the way yeah, I can hear you 100%. I can hear everything. That £400, <laughs> they're not going to have that £400. They're probably going to have 200 of that 100. or 150 of that. 100. But I'm telling you, yeah, you see it's me. Like you really make money. There, you yeah. make money, go get a job and you'll probably get paid 700 to 800 a month. I but, really don't understand. But I should tell you the difference. I should tell you one thing, the, the fascination about drug dealing, yeah. What's and the fascination? Have oh, you oh, seen like well, you've well, it? Because, well, I'm telling you right now, yeah, most dealers are making the oh, Most dealers, you see the man them selling tens and three fives in that, yeah? They're making the exact same wages as someone oh, working. Sorry, again? You see someone working at, um, someone making, selling, someone selling tens and three fives in that, yeah, we. They're making the same exact money than like someone working at McDonald's. To tell you the difference, okay, yeah, as why you want to do the drug dealing 
and rather you want to work at McDonald's. I tell you why. I tell you why. McDonald's, you know, we all know McDonald's don't give a lot of money. That's why you gave that example. There's plenty of jobs out there that people can get. And the reason why I'm saying this is because Somali boys, I'm going to specifically talk about Somali boys, yeah? Most of them, most of them have not been through poverty or the gutter, okay? That's the truth. Yes, maybe most of them have got single moms, but that single mom has worked hard, has given, put food on the table. They've got a roof. Like, let's, let's be... Somali boys, they just feel like they, they want to, I don't know what it is, they copy other black boys that actually have been through that hard life. Yeah, 100%. That's where I'm coming from. Like, do you, do you get where I'm coming from? There's a, I, I think it's okay, yeah. You see me, when it comes to being I think it's world, the money motivation, it's the fascination of that world. Mate, once you get in, it's very hard to get out, number one. Yeah. Number two, it's, it's well. like, what are you gaining out from it? Because... A lot of things are gonna come. You think you're only selling drugs. What happens? See, drug is there. You're drug. Yeah. What happens? Human trafficking. What happens? You're probably um you're most likely gonna get stabbed. Yeah. You're most likely gonna hurt someone. You're most likely gonna break into someone's house. Oh my god. So now you got GBH, attempted murder, ABH. What did you gain from that? What did you gain from that? But you see, but that's the thing though, yeah. You see me, yeah. You have, you have to understand. People on road, they don't think about consequences. They don't, they don't think about yo. What, what's man gonna do in five to five to ten years? No one thinks about that. You know, what man thinks, yo, man's got twenty five pound in my account. What the fuck? How do I? How, how do I? How do I hit a link? How do I get to eight hundred pound? How do I get to a bank? That's it. Fam. No one's thinking about five ten years. No one's thinking about the long term. About next week. That's how, that's that's what most people are thinking. They're thinking about next week, the next month. How can I get this? How, why Why does my boy have Balenciaga's and man, man can bear their Fortnite shoes? Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. The designer, like, people think design, designer is not all that, you know, because that's what they do. They spend all their money on designer. Yeah, and they probably- And you probably can't even get a roof over your head. Yeah. At least if you're going to sell drugs, save up money, get a house, yeah. get a car. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about rentals, but it's true, though. Do you get where I'm coming from? Somali boys, they will get all their money, dash it, use it. I'm sorry, I'm against this whole drug thing. I'm not encouraging anyone to save their money, but I'm saying, like, if you're really gonna do it it smart, think smart and do it smartly, right? 100%. 100%. Okay, that's that. Number two, you're most likely gonna bring danger to your family. How many families have been relocated to a different city? Yeah. To a different town? Why? For what? You know, boys, boys really, you know, I realized, yeah, boys are very overprotective when it comes to their mothers. They love their mothers deeply. So, why would you put all that drama, all that havoc to your Hoya? Like, I don't understand. You know why? You know you can get a job. You know you can do better in your life. How many people have gotten out of it? I I know a lot. I'll tell you Mm. exactly why. Go on. Enlighten me. Because I'm telling you, yeah, you see when it comes to drugs, yeah. It's one of the only. It's, of course, it's not the only occupation where you can turn literally ten pounds to a billion. It's not the only one. Yeah, there's many other ones, but it's the only one that you can literally do it in your area. No joke. You can turn. And you have fraud as well. We'll talk about that after. You got a fraud, but she tell you what's the case. You see, if you work at these normal jobs, oh, man's gonna make that seventeen k a year, twenty k a year, five hundred pound, five hundred, five hundred pound every two weeks. You know what's going on in the next couple of years. You know how much you're making, which is not gonna be that much money. Yeah. Where someone says, yo, 
My something called hard work hard and guess what he says if someone says yo you see over there you see my guy with that nice little bentley my guy with nice design and that yeah my guy used to sell tens back in the day you know look at him now look at him now look 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 he's, he's got yeah it's paper the same the same occupations okay that's ch- that's giving you the exact amount of money only one of them might make you not might well it could make you rich the other person yeah the other job whoa mcdonald's you're making 20k this year nigga you're gonna make 20k in 10 years, that's it. It ain't changing that much again. Drug dealing, you can make 10k this year. A couple of years later, you can make a million every year. That's the difference, isn't it? It's, there's, there's, le- there's levels. There's, there's literally but, levels to that, fam. Okay, but look, yeah. Nothing good comes out of that money. Am I right or wrong? Um, You're always going to look at your left and right shoulder. I can't lie. I should, should tell you one thing. Is, yeah, you and to bring religion right. into it, <laughs> you, you know, like, nothing good will come out of that nothing blood good. money. Nothing it good. is blood money. Whatever. It's blood money. It's wrong, yeah. But I should tell you what I personally think. If you don't get caught, my nigga, you... You don't get caught. Oh, my days. That's the people that don't know, I have to stop you there. Let me stop you there. The people that, like, the... the Who are they called? I don't even know what to call them. So the drug dealers, yeah, you know the high people, right? Yeah. The ones at the top, the ones at the top of the table, okay? They won't get caught. All the little other boys that are on road next to Subway and Greg's, they will get caught. Either they have been caught and they've, they've done time and they came out. Yeah. You will get caught. Yes, you do get caught. Some people the police, caught. The police are on them. Some people. But then they, the police, they don't want to just keep arresting um, these lot. They want to get the big fish. Do you yeah, know where I'm coming from? The big fish, so it's like, I understand where you're coming from, but no, in most case scenarios, you do get caught. I hold on, you are right. Most case scenarios. In most case scenarios, you do, because like I said, it's not only drugs you're selling. What happens after that? Be- most, A lot yeah, of them, yeah, human trafficking. Uh, you're stabbing someone. Yeah. Uh, you're probably going to get stabbed. Um, fraud. Um, attempted burglary, yeah. attempted murder, murder, M charge. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot. Yeah. If you think about it, tell you, about, um, you one thing about like the drug business. The, the drug business, yeah. Most people don't even get caught. Yeah, selling drugs. They get caught because they're doing other shit. Because you doing, that's what I'm thinking. So when the drugs start, yeah. <laughs> you get to be. Yeah. Then step by step, yeah. you without knowing it. You're getting yourself into other criminal activities. Hundred percent. You're incriminating yourself with the other stuff because you're right. There are people that, like, for example, if you're selling drugs, okay, and we're not. There's different. Like, there's obviously you have weed and you got cocaine stuff like that. If you're only selling weed, if, if you're only selling weed, you might not get caught. You might, but if you're incriminating yourself with, like, what I just mentioned before, yeah. you will get. And let's be real. In most case scenarios, people that get into drug, you get into the other stuff. Am I right or wrong? It happens. 100%. Because you're not going to be by yourself. You're, you're with a group of people. 100%. 100%. You're 100%. 100%, 100%, yeah. But as I told you before, yeah, a person... It's, it's the same thing about murder, yeah. You, I'm telling you right now, you see how many people are in jail, yeah? You know how people jail for murder and thinking, oh my days, I, I, I was, that was too much that night. I was too fucking, I was too pissed off that night. Most people, you see when people are fighting, yeah, they don't think, yo, I'm cracking my guy's skull. I'm thinking, yes, I'm cracking the skull. Man needed that. He needs it. People don't think about next tomorrow. No, they're making excuses now. No. You know what you see? I'm telling you right now, you see people in the hood, you should tell you what most people in the hood suffer from. Mental issues. There's mental, there's a lot of mental issues in the hood. 
that's the sort of sorry. Whatever you gotta call it, bro. People don't think about the consequences of their actions. Okay, yeah. That's what you call a psychopath. No joke. Literally not. No, no, no. PTSD, it does. I understand. Like, it's, that's what they suffer from. Let me tell you why. It's either... It's um, it's true. There's a saying. You know when people go to prison, right? And they come out. What's that saying where it says, okay, I'm free, but I'm like, my mind is still is still in prison. You know what I'm talking about. There's a yeah, saying yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So that's true. A lot of boys that go to prison and that come out, most likely are going in with PTSD. They probably have it because of the whole, because they've seen death. They've seen a lot of things. And then they come out of prison with PTSD. And you know what it is, yeah? You smoking weed will trigger that mental health. You drinking lean will trigger that mental health. You drinking alcohol will trigger that mental health. They're in denial. They know they have it. They know there's something wrong with them up up in the head. They don't know that it's called PTSD or anxiety. 100, 100%, 100%. They know there's something wrong and that that's why they're taking, that's why a lot of boys smoke weed. Not because, oh, they enjoy it, because it's like, oh, I need to numb that pain. They need it, they need it. They need it. I need to numb that pain or I need to numb what I'm feeling. 100%. I believe. Same with the lead as well. Like, how, who, what normal human being drinks a cough medicine? People, <laughs> I just don't understand. People who, who, who like to get high, man. That's a lot of people that like to get high. No, that's. I just feel like it's just really and truly like it's weed. I understand, you know, normal like people that are not in the drug world smoke it as well. But lean, it's like you're drinking cough medicine, codeine with Seven Up. Yeah, that's that. You know, you know, you know, lean is like um liquid heroin and that. It's a bit too much. Oh my god! But like that's what I'm saying to you. And you know what it is, yeah. Back to like the Somali community. I yeah. think a lot of this wouldn't happen if the Somali if Somali people didn't like. If they supported each other, I think if there was support from like the dads and the mums, I know. Th- think about it. The mums are doing a lot. The mum is a mum. She's a dad. She's she's like five different person. 100%. She won't have time to sit down with her son and be like, "Hoy, how are you today?" You know, you can tell me anything. It rarely happens. Rarely, ever. It rarely happens. So it's like, I think Somali boys have been let down by their fathers. 100%. I don't blame them for a lot of things that they go through or for a lot of things that they do because they don't have that male role model in their lives. Yep. Like, it's very rare to find a stable family that are together. It's very rare. Do you, it's, it's, no, it's like, do you know many Somali boys who don't have that father in their life? Man? No, it's very, like, I can count on my hands how many I know that. And, like, even when people look, yeah, when, when that white person or the Asian person gets divorced, yeah. They still have time to go see their kids in the weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. They go to the house every other day. 100%. But what, when Somali people get divorced, it's like, okay, the mum is keeping the kids. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. got what, four what, what She has four custody. Kids. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What them have to do? Like, anyway, yeah. <laughs> like you said, I believe you. It's like, okay, the whole, yeah, yeah, you take care of it. That's it. I'll probably send the bill once a month and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, like, personally, man, I feel like you see me, like, I can... I can I, I don't want to I don't want to say too too much in it, but man's definitely like dibble and dabble into that that, that that lifestyle. Yeah, and personally, man, I do think yeah, and man had like a, a bigger role model in life. Yeah, I do think that would have guided me yeah in the better direction. But of course, the streets are, are, might be more of an influence than about what's happening in your yard. In it, I'm telling you right now, fam. Like man in the hood can tell you to do bad shit, but when your mom tell you like I don't know about that one. Fam. I tell you, it's different. I don't know what. No, it's true. And some mums, well, I they have they have um, three, four sons and no daughters. Do you understand? 
Yeah. And you know, you can't um female a mother cannot handle three, four sons. Hundred you know? percent. I've heard there was a story of this mother, she, she has she has four sons, all four of them are, are, are in prison. All four of them are in prison. Say wallahi, wallahi, all four of them. I don't know where it was. All four of them, two are doing life. One and the other two, I don't know how, how long they're doing. Imagine, the father, imagine that pain. That he's nowhere to be found. He wasn't alive, I don't know. I don't know the family, but this is what I'm saying. Like this, like I said before in my previous episode, everything starts from home. The foundation of bringing up a family, the foundation of that, of that showing that love, communication, and Somali people lack love and lack com- uh, communication. You know why? You say what? They show different I'll tell you exactly why, yeah. And I, I do know why, yeah. The, the, the Somali parents, okay, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say all black people. Different black people. Not all, not all, but like with, like, let's talk, yeah, yeah let's our, talk about our community. Our community I don't want to yeah, talk for other. Our, you see our parents, yeah. yeah. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them are refugees. Most of them did not know nothing about the Western yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, of course, of course. grew up here. They didn't know about the of culture. Course. And mo- I will not tell you this right now. My mom still don't know about half the culture. She don't, I'm telling you right now, if I told her half, but if I, if I show my mom a, a no, she would tell her that. Wait, speak slowly. What did you say? Like, say that again. We see like our parents, yeah. They don't know about, they're not being, they don't right. know about the Western culture. They don't know nothing about the what's going yes. on in, the, in yeah. actually in the London streets or in the communities. Or the Western about, world, even yeah. now, like even they've been there for over, t- my mom's been there for like 15 years now, yeah. I can speak to her about half the shit I, I, I see and I've done here, yeah. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? What's that? Like, she don't know what a nurse is. There's, there's so many, like, <laughs> yes, so it's... many small things, okay, that you would think that we all know and we talk, we talk about, yeah, but our family knows nothing about. So now, yeah, you're, you know, so now, yeah, you see when it comes to us, we're going outside, okay, yeah, and we're getting a whole different education, okay, about what's going on and what we're living in, okay, yeah. And then you're going home, and you're living in this box of a, of a world, okay, of your mum. Your mum thinks you're living in Somalia when you live in your house. That's basically, your house, okay, yeah, is basically Somalia. Yeah. That's basically when you get, you get to come home, okay, yeah. You're living in two different worlds, okay, yeah. If your family knew, knows exactly what's going on and they're being westernized, you know, about Western culture, I think being brought up is so different. I'm telling you right now, it's so different. No, it's true, because it's true. I agree with you. A lot the of Somali parents still to the struggle is ignorancy or is like lack of education because most of our parents have been through the civil war and they've left they probably ended up going to holland germany whatever and then came to london right they didn't have time to go to uni or to go to college they probably had three four kids raising the kids and in most case scenarios the moms are probably alone it's very hard to find a dad that came with the mother or right however um, I think it's important right now because you've lived in the UK in a certain amount of years, you do need to kind of self-educate yourself because, for example, when, let's say, like, a girl or a boy, let's say, like, a girl, actually, a Somali girl, she's a teenager now, she's probably trying out new things, what to wear, makeup, stuff like just small things, and it's, like, a big 100%. thing, right? Um, at the end of the day, I understand we're not Adan and we have religion to follow and stuff like that, we have a coach to follow, but... Uh, People pick and choose when it comes down to religion and culture. I just, I think. They pick and choose when it suits them best, yep. right? When a girl is the eight or a boy, I'm going to say girl and boy, right? From the age from like, let's say 16 to 21, 
that's when they want to try new things and go clubbing um yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Anything. I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong. But it's like you can't. There are people there. There are parents there that are very strict. Actually, they might most likely might kick out the girl, right? But the boy is like, okay, he's a boy. Oh, Waadi, he's a wheel in, right? I think it's wrong to pick and choose. I think you should treat the girls and the boys the same. I think if the girl is doing what the boy is doing, it doesn't matter if she's a girl. At the end of the day, parents, you brought us into this country. You brought us into this country. You can't expect less. You can't expect us not to try. That's the part, yeah, I I told you. When you go home, you are going home to Somalia. This is is not London when you're about to hit yard, yeah? This is, I told you, it's a different... Your family, I'll tell you, you see, when you see, you see when we leave the streets, okay, yeah? This is not, you see, this ain't like Saudi Arabia, yeah? When can't drive and they can't do nothing yeah in london in the uk women and men are treated literally the exact same when you see i, I told yeah, you yeah. our family are not westernized they don't know about this culture so they literally live in that world they bring the, the the culture and the rules and ethics of somalia and that that of that old traditional muslim culture yeah they bring it to the household so now yeah. you think that and you see you see most people in uh, you see most people like the, the females in saudi arabia or somalia they're, they're getting treated this game oppressed, really bad. Yeah, uh, very oppressed. Know, a lot of them don't know the game treated a lot bad in it because they've been brought by that. They, they do. They, they do. They get treated badly. I, 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 I do think the internet helps okay, because it makes you think about other countries and how they get treated. Okay, yeah. No, but that's not only Saudi. That's I'm the talking, Arab culture. The Arab culture. Even the Arabs live here. The women that live in the UK are oppressed by their husbands, oppressed by the 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 male yeah, people in their family. Like when you look at Saudi people, are not that. Like bad. I'm not saying Arab people are bad. I love Arab people, but they are very like the women are very oppressed. Like it's t- now. I think in Saudi yeah. they are allowed to drive. Things, Things have changed now. They I are allowed to drive. But there is the fear. It's the sense of fear. They didn't want to sit down and confront their husbands and say, okay. And at the end of the day, they like can't woman, because have- it was who made the law, the king or whatever. It was like a law, like women cannot drive. Women cannot walk out of their house with, uh, without abaya or jilbabs on, right? Horrible. I don't get that. I don't get that. But that's, at the end of the day, that's Saudi Arabia. It's a yeah. Muslim country. Like, you have to understand the rules. Yeah. There is different. Whereas here, you can yeah. wear whatever you want. Whereas Dubai, yeah. you can wear whatever you want. Egypt, you can wear whatever you want. It's literally yeah. just Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, it all falls to it's like the rules of Islam. Okay, yeah. A lot of things, of course, none of it says in Guan, you got to treat women by the weather. But I told you, tradition stations tradition. A thousand years ago, most people are still living by what's happened a thousand years ago. Yeah. I told you. You see, 100%. when you come to the UK, yeah, and the way I, women are getting treated fair, you see in the house or not by anyone, not white people. White people don't treat anyone fair. I'm talking about, no, well, they do, but no, I'm, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, white people don't say, oh, two males and that, that should look, look, look at different. No, they're like, whatever. It's the Muslim culture, yeah, I told you. But it's, I think, yeah, I think no, you're right. Work, yeah, that when women, okay, they go in their house, okay, yeah, they cover up, do this, do this, and yeah, do that, that, they go follow up all these rules, okay, yeah, and in the morning, they go go to school, say, oh, yeah, what are you saying? Everyone, the males and the females are treated normal, and then they go yard, but they don't get treated normal. So they're weird, man. I think wait, like I think it's wrong. Um, you can't force someone to wear hijab or anything. You can't like at the end of the day, yes, like Ilahi could say like the girl has to wear like a hijab when she hits puberty. But parents, hold on, parents cannot force 
their daughters to wear the hijab because it happened before. There are the parents that will force the daughter, and then in a few in a few years time, yeah. she's gonna take it off. What did you gain from that? There's no point. Or when she leaves the house and she's going to school, college, or university, she will take off the hijab, and then that's it. Like, like you you can't. I think this whole forcing thing it comes under a lot of things. You can't force someone okay. to do something. Let them be, and then later on, she might love the hijab more than she loved see, it before, that, right? See, that's that's the Western world. You have been brought up, okay, in a Western world where equal is equal. Let them do what they think. You see, when we see like proper flamboyant gay people, yeah, we like, hey, yo, but we walk past them. That's it, right? That's let them do the thing in the air. You, you, you can't judge in your head, but like, fucking let them do the thing in the air. You can't say anything, it's a crime now. If you do it, yeah, hey, you gotta do the thing in it. It doesn't matter if you hate them or do the work, you gotta do the thing in Saudi Arabia. My nigga. I think they, I think they chop out your uh, your hand because I think the, the, there's one law in Saudi Arabia and uh, they chop out your hand if you steal something from the shop. Let's say yeah, uh, let's say yeah, Saudi Arabian family yeah, came to London. Yeah, they go into a house at KM. You think for the first couple of years at KM, maybe 20, 30 years different kids come in things start to change again yeah? you think those rules will not be implemented in that household 100% everything's going to be implemented in the household now when you leave yeah, that no, house okay, yeah, you don't control that society no more that's the UK society we everyone treats it, it it's the western world we treat everyone wherever yeah that's how it goes here yeah? I told it's, it's, it's but I told you as the kids grow up okay yeah they clock on yo this ain't normal this ain't this this and then that's that's where yeah that's where the, that's it. Let's, let's, let's go back to Somalia. That's where, yeah, the friction between the Somali child and the Somali parents are so different. Not because they don't love each other, not because they don't respect each other, because they see the world as two completely different things. Two completely. The way my, the way, uh, the way man them are going on road, okay, yeah, or going outside. The way they see the world and the way their family see the world, yeah, their fam- like their mom and dad and that. Two completely different worlds in it. So that's where the friction is. It's not because of love or respect. Okay? Or you don't like your mom. How can you not do this? Because you're going to stress out your mom. Because they don't see it. They don't see the same thing in it. That's what I think. But you know what? Back to what we were saying before. Like with this whole um, postcode war gang stuff. I just feel like it's pointless. Because I just feel like. Like yeah. what you said before. Yeah. Our parents have been I'm... through a lot. Right? They've been through our parents. And our parents' parents. They've seen it all. They've seen death. They've seen a lot of things that they shouldn't have seen at their young age. Yet, they worked their asses off for them to have a better life, for for their kids to have a better life. Yeah. Right? And we were brought up here in the UK, okay, and you want to do drugs. So now I understand why parents are very disappointed. I understand why they get angry because it's like, oh my God, you can't compare yourself to me i've been through it all i'm your mom i'm your dad we've seen things that you will never see or yeah. that you haven't seen and then now all the time that you basically you you know we now i understand like well i know parents I, i'm team parents with this one you know why it's like because the parents they feel like okay now, so we wasted our time we came to the uk we've lived here for 10 years and they kind of that's why a lot of parents go back to Somalia they take their kids or they move to Kenya 
It's true. Look, look how many Somali families have moved to Kenya, um, that, Turkey, that, Egypt. But, because, but everyone knows him. This is everyone knows him this is in the Somali community. Yeah. When you get, I, I feel like you see your family, yeah, they let you get in trouble. That's when they don't, they'll give you a chance. If you get, if you get back, fuck it. Uh, they don't say fuck you, but they'll give you. If you get in trouble a few times here and there, cool. But they'll take you back. There will be a time, okay, and I'm trusting there will be a time when you have that one fuck up and it will come. Eventually, if you're on road, it will come. It will come in about a week after that one other fuck up. Your family will send you back. They'll send you fucking back. Yo, this nigga has been too Western. But that doesn't happen anymore, though. You know, you know, I, I, I disagree because... Back home in Somalia, it's 10 times... It, it, <laughs> you don't even know. Same thing that happens here happens there now. The boys that go back yeah. to Somalia, they come back ten times worse Man, when they come back to the UK. They come back twenty times worse. Wallah, I've had two friends about yeah. You see me and Jason, we got two friends that came. We got sent back to Somalia for like a year here because they got in trouble now. They came back because eventually you you can't highlight it. It's, it. Most people don't want to live in Somalia for the rest of their life, man. especially when you live in London as well. You come back eventually, yeah. And they come back, but the thing is, yo. Man got shown guns, this, that. <laughs> I ain't never seen a wacky exactly. gun, but I saw one in Somalia, fam. So it's different, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's not worth it. And besides, you know, I want to touch up on something. Yeah. You see how this whole Black Lives Matter, right? Well, everyone's supporting each other. It's like, how can Black Lives Matter huh? if Black people are killing themselves? <laughs> how can a Black Lives Matter, yeah? yeah? You know how with this whole police brutality... Right, but in the UK, there's not a lot of police brutality like in America, right? Anyways, moving on, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, if Black Lives Matter, it should start from us, right? Right, so you we need to stop killing each other. This happens, like, I'm not even talking about the boys that are on road selling drugs, I'm talking about anyone, like, black people kill each other everywhere in Africa, everywhere. You see, it's not even just killing, yeah. It's the fear factor. You know, you know how many times, okay, your man will pass with a black boy or group, group of black boys, okay, yeah. There'll be bare white boys walking just near me. I won't say they're my friends, whatever, but just walking just whatever, yeah. They'll give me the screw. They'll give me the look. They'll be like, hey, they'll, they'll tense up, okay, where you Oh, they do, yeah. A group of white lads, okay, left up, walking past them. They'll be chilling on their phone, whatever, yeah. Group of black. They will most likely call you a terrorist. That's it. That's about as far as it gets. What's this one? What's that? What's that? Yeah, it's because they're they're scared. I've had that. you know what And you know it's okay. You know what? I I just sometimes I discuss myself okay yeah because. There'll be some situations, okay, yeah, where I'm like, I'm like, might be like, there'll be like where there's a couple a group of black guys, whatever, and I have a pre-assumption of them, okay, yeah, and I ain't see chats, I'm thinking, oh, bro, they can't, I, I, I thought they were trying to do some madness, whatever, yeah, and I'm thinking, bro, like, if, my, if I think about that, about my own people, imagine what a white guy thinks, or a white girl thinks, you get me, like, so, like, it's, it's, it's a, we think. No, no, I get where you coming from, but I'm talking about like anyone in general. Like, black lives can't matter if black people 100%. are competing with each other. Like, competition is good in a good way, but like, we're not supporting the black businesses or whatever, right? We're always like in competition with, with each other. Do you know how much power we would have if every yeah, single black person came together? It's we can't keep blaming the white man. Like, 
you can't because black people are dying in Africa. They're killing each other. There's corrupted presidents, or Europe, UK, yeah, yeah, yeah. or on the in the streets. Look at you know just last year, you know in 2017 to 2018, you know there was uh, 15,000 uh, knife crimes in London. It, 15,000, 272 of those was wow, rape yeah, knife yeah, crime. This is this is only London by itself, yeah, by the way. Well. Right. So it's like it's not worth it. Like it really is not worth it. Boys, get a job. Yeah. Stop doing this whole drug dealing thing because at the end of the day, you're gonna end up dead yeah. or someone's gonna end up dying. You're gonna end up taking someone's life and you're gonna be like, oh my oh, god, I'm 100. I'm going 100%. down for M. It's it, it's really not worth it. This whole gang postcode war is not worth it because at the end of the day. We're all human. We're all going to yeah. die. We're all going to be six feet under. This lifestyle that you're in, it's not worth it. These designers, these Luby, whatever they're called, <laughs> Balenciagas, all of this stuff, it's not worth it. Because at the end of the day, there's an afterlife. 100%. This is what people I need to understand. But, yeah. No, seriously, like, Black Lives Matter, 100% I support that, but it has to start from home. It has to start from within your own people. Exactly. So, yeah, guys, that's... Any part on road, stop that. Yeah, go ahead. Making your family upset. Just go to uni. Go to get get a job. Just don't do that, Anna. And if you're going to do it, don't do it. (laughs) Simple. (laughs) <laughs> no but it's true well, like, it's just not worth it like really and truly like you're always going to be looking and you know what it's that fear you're you're not gonna sleep at night I, unless like you're a very cold hearted person <laughs> and that's very rare like some oh well, my I've god you know a lot of weird people don't you <laughs> well like um, unless you're um, unless you're a dagah well I then just stop this life because it's not worth it um, this whole gang postcode war is really not worth it because at the end of the day um, you can't get out of life you can't get you can't get out you know someone said to me the other day like it's hard to um, for um, someone to get out of the streets bullshit you can get out because there's a lot of boys that have like they got out of this lifestyle do you know what I mean and they were probably like doing, making so much money, making music, whatever, and they did get out of it. And they're living their best life. So it's no excuse. As a human, we have a choice. There's two roads to a path. You've got the good road and you've got the bad road. People think there's like a middle. People think you can kind of gamble in between. You can't. There's two roads to life. There's two roads to life. But guys, this is Shahan Sheko Sagal again. That's my friend. I hope you guys enjoy this. And good afternoon. Ma'asalama. Assalamu alaikum.